Okay, guys, so yeah, WandaVision episode 7 dropped uh, today, um, actually at midnight uh, <laughs> this morning, and a lot of people have been talking about it, a lot of people enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot of notable things that have come out of it, mostly, and there's a bit of spoilers here, not much, but then again, <laughs> you probably heard of what those spoilers are if you haven't. You know, heard what people have been talking about lately through Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, but yeah, there's going to be a bit of spoilers in case you guys don't know. Uh, for those that don't want spoilers, but again, it's hard to avoid those. Uh, but yeah, one of the things that, you know, was revealed in this episode, because a lot of stuff did happen in this 38-minute episode uh, from what people timed it at. And, like I said, there was a lot of things revealed. Like, for one, one of the big reveals, which a lot of people pretty much expected to, you know, be revealed anyway. And kind of felt like, really, you know, Kevin, you know, Kevin Feige, that is, you know, really, out of all the reveals, the surprises you've given us so far, you think this is going to be a big one? You know, we pretty much saw this coming since episode one. And, <laughs> and there's a lot of people, honestly... Because I actually was able to send a super chat in um, around a little after midnight last night uh, to John Campia because he and his wife Ann Campia are going to do an open discussion spoiler video live stream uh, later today. The, you know, like they usually do um, every uh, Friday after the premiere episode, after the newest episode of WandaVision premieres. Yeah, but one of the big reveals that a lot of people were predicting what's going to happen, you know, sooner than later, especially as we're getting, you know, closer to the end of the series, was the fact that Agnes is actually Agatha Harkness. And the way she's being portrayed here is as a villain, possibly. Uh, again, we don't know. I mean, there's some clues going around that she might be, you know, associated with somebody more powerful, like night like a Nightmare or Mephisto or Domamu, or somebody else um, as well. I mean, there's a, a character that got referenced, a villainous, mystical character that's been referenced in The Runaways and a few other MCU, non, I should say, non-MCU uh, shows and properties. So there could, there could be a good chance it could be this one other character besides the three that I just mentioned that Agatha uh, could be tied with because there's a book it's basically an identical book to what had been shown uh, in those other properties that I talked about, like The Runaways and, and a few other Marvel non-MCU related uh, programs and movie, you know, shows and movies and stuff like that. But yeah, Agnes, like I said, the most obvious reveal, like, you know, again, it's one that a lot of people pretty much knew was coming sooner than later. Uh, Ag Agnes being revealed as Agatha Harkness the whole time, you know, a lot of people felt, like I said, a lot of people felt like, really, Kevin, you know, you're going to make this one of your big reveals for this episode? We saw this coming. We knew this is who she was. You know, this is not a surprise. Uh, the only other reveal, the, other, uh, the only other surprises that I think they were generally caught off by, uh, caught, off, uh, caught off guard by, I should say, caught off guard by, was the fact that a lot of people projected that Monica Rambeau would get her uh, Spectre photon powers probably around uh, the release or during 
the uh, story of Captain Marvel 2. Uh, that didn't happen and there was just too many clues. A lot of people were picking out all these different clues of, oh, she's getting her powers. Oh, here's why. Da, 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 da. So, in this episode, Monica, she ends up, after failing to use this vehicle that would have gotten, that was an attempt to get her into the hex, into the domed hex, if you will, she decides to take off the helmet and run right, or push herself and then literally run right through the hex itself. And what you get is this visualness of these different, uh, person, these different, uh, personalities that she had or different identities she had when she was in the hex from the 50s, the 70s eras and stuff like that. And what happens is she ends up developing her powers. Now, for anybody that knows who Photon is, her powers are very powerful. She's able to do a lot of different things with them. Uh, she's able to withstand attacks. She's able to shapeshift, which will be interesting if they tap into that here. Maybe not. They might save that for Captain Marvel 2. Uh, but yeah, she got her powers here. Monica Rambo got her powers. And um, it's going to be interesting to see exactly how she utilizes them uh, going forward uh, in the next two episodes. Now, the other thing that caught a lot of people off guard because they didn't expect it to happen at all because we had not seen it happen in WandaVision. And a lot of people were expecting, well, sooner or later, you kind of have to do something like this, right? Well, after the please stand by ending that usually ends the episode um, as of late, or as of recently, as of last week, I should say, well, it didn't do that this time. Instead, when it went to please stand by, what happened next was we got a mid-credits scene in WandaVision. That's right, we got a mid-credits scene in WandaVision with uh, uh, Monica going over to Agatha's, Agnes's house. She's trying to find um, uh, she's trying to find Wanda because she wants to get Wanda out of there because even I think Monica's sensing something is not right. Like, this is not all Wanda. Because, you know, at first, you know, at the end of episode 3, going into episode 4, she's like, it's all Wanda when she gets thrown out of the hex. Um, thrown out of the hex, I should say. But now I think she's realizing that it's not all Wanda. Like, most of it's being done by Wanda, but something's controlling her. Like, something more powerful uh, is controlling her and making her do this. So, Wanda goes back in there. She gain and by, like I said, going through the hex hexagon the, the dome like she did she's gained she's gained her powers you know she tries to get Wanda out of there Wanda wants nothing to do with her but unlike before Monica now that she has the powers can withstand any attack or resistance given to her by Wanda so so basically in the post credit in the mid credit scene I should say um, uh, Monica goes over to Agatha's Agnes's house opens up tries to find um, Wanda, see if Wanda's there, goes over to the basement because I think she notices something over there at the basement, something unusual, or she senses it now that she has her powers. She could sense something coming from the basement or the cellar. So she opens it up and she notices all the purple magic associated uh, with Agnes, with Agatha, and all these vines and everything. And then she's just standing up, up, looking at this and probably getting ready to go down to investigate more. All of a sudden, we get Pietro showing up saying, oh, Snooper's gonna snoop, or something like, Snooper's gonna snoop. Oop, 
and it basically catches Monica off guard. It surprises her, and then that's how the episode ends. And now we just have to wait till next week, uh, next Friday, uh, to find out exactly what happens with Monica. Now, some are projecting uh, that uh, Monica and uh, Pietro, or Peters in this case, will team up. A lot of people are already speculating that this confirms P uh, P this Pietro is Peters from the X-Men universe. And this solidifies, you know, the whole multi-universe theory that people have been picking up on. Uh, another clue that was thrown out there was another commercial for called Nexus. Called Nexus, which basically in the comic uh, deals w with what is described, you know, what Wanda is described as, you know, as a a being, a, as a Nexus being, as someone that could alter reality, change reality, and, and stuff like that. And you know, that obviously is another clue that people have, you know, about the fact that we're getting, you know, alternate realities, multi universes, and that also basically solidifies, as I said that this Pietro, it, this Quicksilver, is the X-Men one in their minds, in the, you know, the theories, the speculation. Now, you're probably wondering, why did Wanda go down, or go to Agnes and all that? It's ba mainly because of the fact that she's trying to find the kids. Like, where are the kids at? Where are the kids? And, you know, and basically, this is when she goes down to the basement... You know, because, like I said, she goes to Agnes's, asking if she's seen the kids, looks around, then it goes down to the basement, and then notices all the uh, magic, and then that's basically where the truth gets revealed to her. And then it ends, before we go to the post credit scene, with Monica and Pietro, uh, it basically ends with, um, you know, it looking like, you know, Wanda's being, you know, mind-controlled, like, Agnes is using her magic to control Wanda. And this kind of confirms something that I said, you know, last a couple weeks ago and then I think last week or so. I said basically that Wanda is 90% in control with 10% being somebody else. But what I said on top of that is that even though somebody could be 90% in control of something, that smaller percentage that's, you know, controlled by somebody else could be the more stronger percentage. You know, it's like in business, you know, you could be 90% in control of an entire building, you know, an entire, you know, building that, you know, houses that business that you seemingly look like, or seemingly looks like you're in control of, but then again, you could have 10% of that owned by somebody else who has a lot more power than you, and they can utilize that 10% to override you. Excuse me. I know that may not make sense to some people, but that is true. Just because you might think, oh, I got 90% control here. I, I run this entire thing at 90%. Nobody can tell me what to do. And then yet, here comes somebody that has that 10% that's just strong enough, if not stronger, to knock you on your butt or basically put you in your place. And that's kind of what we're getting here with the, re with the revelation that, as some people pretty much felt, was a revelation since the beginning of the series of Agatha being the one pulling the strings that you know her ten that Agatha is 10% is that strong you know is that powerful 10% that overrides the 90% that Wanda is doing 
and we find out that Agatha has been pulling the, the strings with that, temp, that strong 10% all the time. She's been pulling the strings. You know, like, anytime there's a disruption in reality, she finds a way to make sure it's not disrupted. You know, stuff like that. So, you know, something is going... So something, obviously, will be revealed more, hopefully, in Episode 8. You know, some people have come out and said that this is... This version of Agatha differs from the comics version because that one was supposed to be good. I don't know about that. I thought she was always a villain. I mean, I do know that she was kind of like a mentor to Wanda. So you have to wonder if maybe she's testing Wanda here. And if Wanda does question, you know, exactly why she's doing it. You know, I would not be surprised. And don't hold me to this. Don't hold me to this. But I would not be surprised if... When Wanda or anybody, somebody asks, you know, why did you do this? Why are you doing this? Maybe even Vision asked this. I could see Agatha saying, well, isn't this what Wanda wants? Isn't this what Wanda always wanted? Just to live in peace without being disturbed, without having to fight other battles? All, she wants to, all she's ever wanted is to live happily ever after with Vision. You know, again, I'm not saying that that's going to get revealed, but that that's a possibility that it might get you know, brought up in some capacity uh, uh, next within the next two episodes that the reason Agatha did this was because this is what Wanda wants. That in truth, this is what Wanda wants. And Wanda's, you know, not in a... And basically Wanda's not willing to tell, you know, those that she could trust that all she wants to do is be left alone and left in peace, ease, and happiness with someone like Vision you know, and not have to worry about anything ever again. Now, it could also be revealed uh, in the next two episodes that Wanda, maybe even Wanda reveals it, that she's the one that convinced Vision, uh, in, you know, as we found out in Infinity War, to take himself offline so that they could be at peace, they could be left alone. So, again, I've got a feeling we're going to get a lot more, uh, I've got a feeling we're going to get more an more answers to the questions that, are still needing to be answered. I mean, we got more. We got a little bit more questions brought up now, but not as much as before. And I think we're going to get a lot more answers in the next two episodes starting uh, next week. Mostly, like I said, one of those answers being that the reason Agatha did this was either because of the fact that she's trying to uh, bring somebody in from the outside, like... Um, you know, like like a nightmare or a Dormammu or a Mephisto or whoever this other uh, thing is that this book is named after that people pointed out at. You know, uh, pointed out as as something that they've seen in other Marvel shows, non MCU ones that is. So it's going to be interesting and intriguing to see, you know, exactly what the reasoning is for Agatha pulling the strings and being that strong 10%, like I said, that kind of overrides the 90% that Wanda, you know, has, oh, has had demonstrated throughout most of the show. And one thing is interesting is that Wanda herself is now the one, even though she has that 90% of the control, that was starting to realize, hey, something is just, doesn't seem right here. It's like, I'm in control of all this stuff, but now the thing's kind of like going back to you know, different errors that we, I was recently in, like the 50s, 60s, 70s, and all that, you know, so she's wondering what's going on, and again, that's what leads her to go to Agatha's and find out the truth, 
and obviously again we find out what you know that again Agatha's you know that ten that strong ten percent that's pulling the strings over that ninety percent that she's given Wanda like you know that ten percent is the kind of ten percent that will reel Wanda in to make sure things stay as they are and again I don't know if maybe she is going to be like the Agatha in the comics where she's good and all this really is is to teach Wanda a lesson of hey we're all everyone deals with loss and tragedy but we have to learn to move on on with our lives because that's what our loved ones would want I don't know I don't know if this is I don't know if it's just something to teach her a lesson you know kind of show her what she could potentially be if she doesn't seek out help from her friends to kind of help move on and everything I don't know uh, I don't know if this will even be what breaks her and this potentially could you know everybody says that the you know even those that have worked on the series have said that the ending is going to be a very emotional tragic one and potentially that's probably what's going to cause Wanda to break and do something that even Agatha did not predict so we'll see we'll see but uh, it's going to be it's going to be a fun ride and and uh, we'll see, and um, going into the next two episodes. I mean, we do know that obviously in episode eight and nine that they're fighting to protect the town, because Wanda's saying like, "This is our home. We need to protect it." Or this is our home, and Vision's like, "Then let's protect it," or something like that. So you have to wonder if Wanda still has, you know, still wants to, you know, stay in Westview or Eastview afterwards, or at least tries to plan to do that so that she doesn't have to deal with anything else uh, anymore. And again, I'm not going to be surprised if it gets revealed, you know, within the next issue, uh, next episode or two, that she's the one that convinced Vision to take himself offline. And that it's also revealed that Agatha did this, because isn't this what Wanda wants? Doesn't Wanda just want to have happiness, be with Vision? Or is she willing to finally, or, again, is it a lesson that, hey, I'm giving you this because this is what you want, or maybe are you realizing it's time to move on because that's what Vision would want you to do, or something like that? In that you know, there's a, that we all deal with loss, and we have, but our loved ones want us to move on because there's nothing we could do to fix it. You know, who knows? Uh, there's a lot of theories also going around that uh, this version of Quicksilver would team up with Monica, and they're gonna try to, I guess, investigate more so, or try to help Wanda or something. I don't know. Um, you know, the other thing that we see is we see that we see what happened to Darcy when she got sucked into the hex. You know, she became like an escape artist. Uh, Vision, of course, used the power that he's used previously in other episodes to unlock her mind, free her from the control. And, and instead of restoring her or putting her back to that mindset, he kept her, kept her free because obviously she has information that he needs and she gives him the information. You know, she tells him, Hey, you, you are supposed to be dead. You died twice, something like that. She even mentions the name of the show that we're watching, that she was watching, WandaVision. She calls it by its name. And, but she even acknowledges that what she sees is genuine lo love, genuine real love between Wanda and Vision. And obviously we now uh, kind of get why, potentially, why Wanda uh, went into S.W.O.R.D. to save Vision. It wasn't to basically... Um, you know, it wasn't because, you know, she's still emotionally broken and all that. And, she, and It's because she genuinely loves him and she wants to protect him even after death. And that might be something we find out, too, in the next few episodes, in the next two episodes, that she didn't do it to put him back together. She did it to protect him because even in death, she still loves him. So, we'll see what they do. But, yeah, it's really, it's going to be an interesting ride in the next two episodes. That's all I can say. 
but let me know what you guys think. What are your thoughts on the on episode seven here of WandaVision? What do you expect to happen in episode eight and nine? Uh, what revelations, more revelations, do you think we'll get? Let me know down below. Let me know in the live chat at during this premiere as well. And that's all I'm gonna say on this, guys. So let me know what your thoughts are. It looks like business is definitely picking up in WandaVision. I can tell you that. But let me know what your thoughts are. Comment down below, and I'm out.